Hello everybody and welcome to No Time to Grind, it's the podcast for a busy gamer. I have Keanu Reeves stuck in my head. My name is Michael and joining me as always, he's bored as hell in Arasaka Tower, it's Adrian. Corpo life sucks. <laughs> and black holes are living in the side of his face with razor wires spitting around its mat. I finally got the mantis blades. He did it. He lived the dream, ladies and gentlemen. He, he did a cyberpunk. We got it. Roll the credits. We have been playing Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, some of us for a very short period of time. Some of us for about a month. And some of us for about a year now. Mm, quite a spread of uh, enjoyment of the game here. How long we've been exposed to it. But it is like the flavour of the month because uh, it got another big update. It's been getting a lot of updates across its life. We did it they again. Got another big got another one and it got a netflix anime series called edge runners that yeah that people really love and it's made them go and pick up the game and it like it's surpassed concurrent players like on witcher 3 like which and let me tell you now witcher 3 is a better game and this has more people invested in it right now than witcher 3 ever did isn't that crazy isn't it it's like I feel like the people at No Man's Sky worked harder for it, but they No Man's Sky harder than No Man's Sky did. As in the comeback. Like this is Yeah, the comeback was is insane. Like the second it was like, oh, they've got more concurrent plays on Steam. On Steam. Do you understand how like this is City Project Red. It its home is GOG. So if Steam is at the highest I like that's almost you could say every PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch has the disc sitting in it right now. Of it, but it's good. Um, I'm gonna get straight into the title of this game is Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, we skipped which the first like, 2076. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm not up to date at all. There's so many, anyway. But that's like, yeah, if they made a game called Dungeons & Dragons, that's all it's called. It's not called Dungeons & Dragons Ball Escape. It's not called anything else. It's just called Dungeons & Dragons. And you can only be an elf. It's like, like sure, it is. Like, it's a subset of Dungeons & Dragons for sure, but the problem is that's not all that Dungeons & Dragons is. I think it's in comparison like, to the actual tabletop. Yeah, exactly. Like, you could be a dwarf, you could be a dragonborn, you could be a freaking monkey in space. What options didn't we have then? We, all of them, in my opinion. No, wait, wait but we what does the one, tabletop have? We were we one didn't... person. Freedom. So, the ability mean... to make your own character. Wait, so I can be you... a dragonborn in Cyberpunk 2077, <laughs> the tabletop? The big thing about the tabletop, from my understanding, is that it's all about factions. It's like um, it's like Vampire the Masquerade. Yeah, okay. In that, it's like it's like clans. It's like factions. And in this, I think a samurai is is what you are. Like you are just sort of like a you're you're a gun for hire, uh, who is a part of Night City. You're on the streets because you're nomad, corpo or street kid like beginnings disappear and you end up being the same person. You have a, the ability to spec your characters like uh, skills and talents and you have a limited amount of like what you sound like as V, but the, the dialogue system, we'll get more into the game, is actually very limited. It's like disguised as having a choice, but there's zero. Uh, and so... Is that where you're sort of getting at, Matt? That there's just like you are just ultimately you are V. V is this character. You can't yeah. get involved with. I th- I'm pretty sure there is a group of people in the tabletop that are like modders that all mod themselves to look like the original gang leader. So it's a cult. Yeah, like, <laughs> and th- and that's kind of how it is that they're like these. 
these like cults and gangs and that sort of thing. And you get little tastes of it, but you are all just kind of looking at it. It's all like window dressing. You get to maybe help them out, but you're just a gun for hire. You're just, you are the courier in Fallout New Vegas, but without a faction system. So no, it's it, so it's more like they've, they've, rather than giving you like a digital version of the tabletop, they're telling a story using the tabletop engine. They're going, "This is VR character who will experience this story." Yeah, it really should have been called like Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven colon the Ballad of Johnny Silverhand and me. Yeah, you know, like to call it Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yeah, BB. There is. Like, there's so much in the very first teaser in, like, there's just so much that it's, I was watching Blade Runner and I'm like, this is apparently, like, there's, you go into the perks menu and on, like, almost every category there will be a Blade Runner reference in one of the pictures. You get zero Blade Runner in this game. Like, there's no of that vibe. There's, it's, it's like... I don't know. It's like if they made a new Elder Scrolls game, yeah, without factions. And they say that there's factions. Like, they're like, oh, he's from the... the um, I almost said Brotherhood of Steel. I'm getting my RPGs mixed up. But, like, they're like, oh, yeah, he's from the Dark Brotherhood and he's from the College Winterhold. But you can't go and do that. So it it's like, okay, well, I'm V. I'm stuck as V. That's all I can be is V. And that's my problem with the game. So not enough flexibility in character creation, or in- yeah, like they they're like here's three life paths. They don't count. They don't matter. They don't. And in fact, until you meet Keanu Reeves, I don't consider I don't consider you have started the game. Uh, yeah, well, I was going to say even the intros they gave you. So Nomad, Street Kid, and Corpo aren't like starting factions or backgrounds or something similar. Yeah, like they're not. They're just they their should own be. Because that's, like, Corpo's probably the best example. Corpo, you feel like you're going to start off with with an upper hand. And then yeah. it's like, nah, you get, get nothing. And the, yeah. in, the actual stuff you get out of the intros, I was expecting some, like, Dragon Age level intro where you have, like, each star is, like, its own quest chain at the beginning. No. But I, well, talking to you guys, we I, I think we all went different things, but not we didn't plan to. We just kind of ended up that way, but they're all very short. I'm a little bit dis- like, aside from my re- experience, regardless, I'm just a bit disappointed how short it was overall. And I think, so I've put my second grind is life path intro through to heist because it's not until after the heist that you meet Keanu Reeves, who is breathtaking. But <laughs> I'd like... So the very you've got three acts so far. I haven't entered the fourth if there is one. But so act one is the life path intro. Act two is going to the heist, and then act three is after the heist. Um and so act one is you are on rails, and then act two is like you are in the Arkham Knight engine, but you're stuck on um Arkham Asylum. Where it's like, oh, this will be an open game. But I was like, I can feel the tracks beneath me moving me towards a destination. And mm. I was like, I'm not going to bother to fight this current and just let the river take me, follow this quest line until it was like, okay, you can go to the rest of the map now. But I don't like that as well. It's like they're the same problem. It's the same literal problem, but I have a <laughs> problem with it from two directions so yeah one is that it's like well this isn't cyberpunk 2077 this is this is a story within it uh and then the other thing is yeah it's for like not open enough world like it's just you don't have freedom to go wherever from the start compared to like you know vegas where you can effectively go anywhere yeah, I I prefer Fallout New Vegas where they're like, oh, you can go anywhere you want, and then they're pulling the middle finger at you. And you're like, why are they pulling the middle finger at me? Okay, I'll just keep walking. And then you get killed, and then you try another place, and then you get killed, and then you try another place, and then you get killed, and you look over and uh, Obsidian's still holding that finger up at you, and you're like, 
and then they gesture to where you were supposed to go the whole time. I prefer that to this start. Or um, Fallout New Vegas is also a good example where if you know how the... I feel like there's another game, but I forget off the top of my head. But Fallout New Vegas, you have a questionnaire. Yeah. And it's it's a very loose one. I would have preferred if there were just like some guy asks, so how'd you get here? And then you go, ah, I was a corpo, but I got fired. And then it's like, okay, we'll just use that. Skip the whole cutscene. Um, we'll just use that. Because, it, yeah, it really felt like a rigmarole. And light spoilers, everyone but one person dies. So it's like, you've wasted my time. Like, it could have started from here. Um, it kind of feels like, based on the discussions we've had throughout playing this, it has very cult energy, you know, because we, we did cult games last year, and they very much had, like, a a lot of the time, one of the through threads was, you just got to get through the start, you got to get through the first few hours, and then it gets really good. And that yeah. has this and has I reckon- energy. I reckon that's what happened last year, but then now because of the anime and all the updates, people have like broken through that first part. Um, and yeah, once I got through it, it's fucking, if you like Fallout or Elder Scrolls or The Witcher, this is it. Um, and then my last grind, my and a new grind that you guys. Well, sh- I don't believe have to deal with and I haven't had to deal with until up until now is I cannot play this game while my daughter is in the room because it is too violent at times. So I now have to play around her sleeping schedule. That's a new that's a new one for me. A new adult grind. Yeah, new adult grind unlocked baby eyes. So, yeah, that's me. How are you guys? I'm good. You bring up uh, three games there. You said similar to Elder Scrolls, similar to Fallout, uh, similar to the Witcher games, which, I mean, that that last one makes a lot of sense. Um, I just want uh, three games that I don't entirely love, and I've played all of them, and I... I'm starting to see why this game didn't grab me either because it's it is very similar and it just sits in that camp of like I want to really enjoy this and I've tried embedding myself in it from the start and it just can't didn't get there because I mean to give you some backstory on this like I I was ready for this I was like hell yes they made Witcher 3 I was I was I was full in on the marketing. I'm like, Witcher three is it? You know, despite the fact that I don't particularly love it, it's clearly a legendary game. So same studio putting in the work into a first person shooter. I'm ready for a new first person shooter. I want some good gun action, good story. Hell yes. And then it came out to it. I was like, I was on the fence about pre-ordering it anyway. I, I didn't, thankfully. And then all the reviews came out there, you know, and all the drama that came out leading up to its release. So uh, I avoided it. And then when, who picked it? Was it Michael or Matt who picked it? I picked it. Um, As part of my failure to launch series. That's right, yes. <laughs> so excellent choice. Um I was ready to give it a go. I like bought it like two months in advance and like started it early so I could try and get more time in. But it just very quickly became apparent it's just not the kind of game for me. Despite how much effort I put into wanting to like it. This is this like is definitely in my wheelhouse. Oh yeah. Because you know, a lot of the games that have been mentioned are like games I put the most time into, things like Skyrim and Fallout New Vegas, and uh, and Witcher Three. Yeah, is like you could you could say it was like one of the one of the possible masterpieces of the last generation, and this was touted as being like 
in many ways kind of like the first next gen yeah, game. Yeah, that too, yeah. That they were really pumping it up and like this is going to look amazing and it's going to run amazing. And you know what? Even after like all of the updates and everything, it still doesn't. <laughs> like you can load into Ghost of Tsushima on PS5 in like from your home screen into game. It's something absurd. It's about like five seconds or something. Uh, and I know that there's a lot more going on in this, but this is part of the grind for me in that like you've got a really big world that you've got to load into. And then because it's this big maze of roads, you're like, oh, yeah, I like the driving. I like like cruising down the big freeways and that kind of thing. But God, do I hate having to turn because... If you didn't like the driving in GTA 4, just turn that up to the max. You were trying to drive boats in Night City. And I think (laughs) that that's, like, absurd because it's like, this is the future, right? Cars should, like, turn on a dime. Like, they should have amazing handling, and they do not. Uh, They are unwieldy beasts. And then so sometimes you're like, I can't be bothered driving over there. I'm going to quick travel. But... CD Projekt Red, and they did this in The Witcher, it's like, you got to go from a quick travel point. Mm, So Mm, it was a signpost Mm. in The Witcher. This time it's like a little, I think it's suggesting you're calling a taxi. Like it's these little interactive um, intel points. Uh, And then that seems to like take a while to load. And it's like, so that's frustrating as well. It's like, well, I either have to drive a boat or just kind of look at a picture of Night City for a second. And it's like, come on, we're supposed to be like next gen. Like Do you want to know there's a I know there's a lot going on here. It is a very pretty game, but I'm running it on performance mode. I'm not going for quality mode because I think that because the gunplay is so good, it should be in 60 FPS, not 30 FPS. And so I'm like, I'm running in performance mode and it still feels like sluggish at times and i was like okay let's put that aside then let's look at more of like the gameplay itself and it's in that category of fallout new vegas and skyrim and all of these games kind of push you into i think the easiest build is like stealth And I'm yet to find a game that goes like, no, no, like, stealth is hard. Like, you don't really want to do stealth. Like, stealth should be one of your later playthroughs. Stealth in all three of these games, in the two Bethesda titles and this one, stealth is, like, overpowered and makes missions uh, easy breezy cover girl. Like, I wanted, I think I wanted more, and early on it does it, as part of the kind of on-rails-y bit. Early on, they go... Um, hey, here's a big firefight and that kind of thing. And the gunplay is really good and like using your quick hacks on the fly is really fun and that sort of thing. But then the game starts to really open up and this is good. Like there should be the choice. And so there was one mission, for example, with the Nomads and Pan Am, you got to rescue the leader of the Nomads, Saul, who's been like kidnapped by another group of Nomads and he's like, down in a basement in this That's big the compound. Quest I'm in right now. I'm I, right. I'm in the basement. I haven't gotten yeah. to Saul yet. Okay. Did you know that as soon as you arrive, <laughs> if you're looking at the compound, if you walk over to the right, there is a drain pipe. I found crawl- it. I didn't have the technology uh, tech skill for it though. Oh, okay. So then, yeah, I just <laughs> go through the drain pipe. I am then in the room with Saul. We leave zero combat. Like, like okay. the, but it sounds like you spec like, for that. Like that's what you wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Like, you did spec because not a, well. You didn't even need to spec spec for stealth. You only really needed to spec for technology and yeah. know that it was there. Um, yeah, and it's like, and I I felt so good that I lucked out on that and was well. You like, didn't luck out. Great. You invested I'm into glad. it. You went. Yeah. You went. I'm gonna no, no, look for I, other I, options. I, I found the option, and Matt found the other option, but he didn't have the investment. In the skills to do the thing. And I've specced into stealth. I'm a stealthy boy. And I've found 
This is probably the, like, I agree that stealth is easy mode, but I, I reckon that this is the best so far because I found no matter, like, unless I go full Hitman and I cover every single track, which I cannot be bothered. This is no time to grind. My baby's going to wake up soon. I got to wrap this up. And so I'm like, okay, I'll leave the body on the floor. Someone will find it. They'll, like, stealth... Clumsy stealth is always limited in this. So if you full stealth it and you put everybody away, you've earned it, I reckon, in my book. I don't find it that difficult to not get detected. Like... Yeah, because you've got that tech smart brain in real life as well. (laughs) I'm, I'm like my V, where I just like to cut things and I'm cool about it. And so then there was there was a later like I'm glad that it exists. This is what I'm saying. I'm glad that that drain pipe is there. I'm glad that in there's a later quest or a quest around the same time as that in which you break into an Arasaka um, like depot and you can like steal a car completely optional and just drive through the checkpoint and then sneak into the depot kind of thing. And it's like I'm really glad that all of it exists. I want that. That's in all of these games. But I feel like the alternative is never the better option, is what I'm saying. Of course I'm going to look for the pipe. Of course I want to steal the car. These games aren't very good at incentivizing you to go in guns blazing. And I feel like in Cyberpunk they almost should. They should be like, no, no, you've got like amazing abilities. Like the, the animation series, the opening of the first episode is mm. a Cyber Psycho using, like, all his gear to, like, move super fast and, like, uh, just, def- like, deflect bullets with, like, Kevlar skin, like, like fully specced. But I feel like that's quite expensive to do in this game. It costs money to mod yourself to get all the best mods. That's really hard. So, the yeah, it's like the game's like, well, I'm going to take the stealth route because I'm not... I'm not specced at all. I'm never specced for these firefights kind of thing. Well, that's because yeah, you haven't make picked it so the you... things for it. I... No, no, but this is what I'm saying, that, like, the the uh, the level to entry for the other side is higher than stealth. And it's like, it shouldn't be that way. Stealth, in my mind, should be, no, you've got to be good at this. This has the higher entry because this is Hitman-esque. And it's it's not. It's quite... For me, anyway, it was quite rudimentary. It's like, sneak over here, uh, choke this guy, hack that camera. And it's like, it's really cool, but I'm just saying that it never incentivized me to go the other way and be like, no, you should try and scrounge together as much money as you can so you can get tougher skin. I'm like, why? I ne- like, you don't force me into any firefights anymore after the first act. Did you spend money so open. on mods to make yourself a better sneaky person? No, <laughs> like I, I haven't put a lot of specs into the stealth tree, and that's the amazing thing about it. I was like, I am all my stuff is in like uh, tech and and like handguns, and, and like I'm not putting a lot into stealth, and yet I can do lots of stealth very easily. Yeah, because it's just like stealth- oh, I can mod my gun to have a silencer, and oh, no one notices that that guy died. I'm just saying that. I feel like this was the opportunity to be like, nah, Make stealth the, is yeah. really hard because this is the future. And like, but it's really easy to get rid of the cameras, but it should be like, no, no, no. Like net runners who are the people that can hack everything. They, they should be more kind of like, no, you're going to have to like really invest time if you want to get through these systems. But it's just like this little mini gap. Like it's, it's not that hard to be hacky stealthy boy. And I feel like so many RPGs, fall into that whereas like something like a dishonored uh stealth is the name of the game and stealth is like difficult so it always like feels good it feels good to sneak and worry about getting caught and stuff you know you need to feel like whereas this stealth is like it doesn't feel great it just feels like kind of the only option because you're like well the other one's just going to be this big messy fight where i'm just going to be popping so many like uh, versions of stim packs, where they're called like oh, yeah. health, health docs, uh, auto docs, uh, or something. Yeah, you inhaler. I don't know. 
Yeah, it's like <laughs> I'm just. It's just going to be. It's just going to be that, and I've got like two hundred of them. So the game gives you a lot to play with. It's like, look, you can heal yourself heaps, and I'm like, yeah, but it just draws out the quest, kind of like it just. All I'm saying is that it feels unbalanced, and it's another RPG that offers up stealth as the easier route. And to me, that doesn't make sense. Stealth should be a harder thing to accomplish. Yeah, I feel like in this one they should have. I feel like this might come up later, but I feel like they should have gone. Here's your. Um, you get one implant. You can choose. Do you want Gorilla Fist? Do you want Mantis Blade? Or do you want to be invisible? Like the invisibility one. I don't know the name of it because I haven't actually seen it. I don't know that it exists, but I th- I think it does. Um. And but. I've been sitting on this the whole time for getting through the map. Michael, have you ever heard of the 1988 cyberpunk animated Japanese animated film called Akira? <laughs> How would that help with the map? Motorbike slide Motorbike. everywhere. Yep. It's so good. I think you can I think yeah, it handles actually very similar to cars. But, it's so but I don't understand like again that's a thing of like I don't want to drive cars now that I have a motorbike because they handle like boats. And it's like, why isn't yeah. that? Why isn't it tighter? This is the future. Like, and also a big gripe that a lot of people have is why are there no flying cars yeah, available to you? One million percent. Infinity percent. This is a failed game. I hate this game. So, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that this is... So this is this is Fallout, Dragon Age, Skyrim, not again for a busy game. It's Like, it's not. It's going to take forever. I think like, surely we can all agree there. Like, yeah. it's good for stints. But I think as a whole, it's like, not, not for a busy gamer. It's very big. And I'll get to it later in the game. But part of its design stops you from getting through it any quicker compared to some of these other games, like compared to a Skyrim and things like that. I get into it a little bit. You stick around, but I think we've got to go off to like, are we going to the Ripper Dock? Is that where we were hitting? I'm just taking yeah, a guess. We're, we're going to check out implants, which means yeah. we need to go, we need to press, not start. Oh man, this shits me off about Fallout and I think The Witcher as well. So don't press start. you got to press the big pad in the middle of your PlayStation controller. Then... You need to go left, and you want to go to cybernetics, but you accidentally clicked X too early, so now you're just in your inventory. But it's not worth it to go back. So if you go to the bottom left of the screen, I think, then you go into your cybernetics, and you get the implant that says that the next game for the podcast will be Warhammer 40000. That's a lot of zeros. It is. Um, and that's our last game, number 100 of official formal uh, proper episodes. We've done, like we, we've done surely done over 200 total. I have no idea how many we've done total, but that's yeah, like numbered episode 100. Um, and yeah, I think that's going to be a... A tough, grindy nut to crack, but we'll we'll try it out. It's gonna be. We I think the grind is gonna be in the learning because, like, none of us know anything. So it's not like D and D where we already know how to play. We've got to learn a whole yeah. new system. Even if it was the D and D sixth edition, we'd still be like, oh yeah, I kind of know. It is true um, in that, like, I feel like most people's knowledge of Warhammer Forty K is simply the designs mm. of being like, ah, uh, yes, the figure. That's a space marine. Yeah, <laughs> and then, but it's like, but I don't know anyone who can tell me the rules. I, I don't, I don't know. I'm afraid to work walk into like games workshop. It looks intimidating. Yeah, it does. Um, I've seen some YouTube videos. It does look fun, but it does look. It does look very complex, so it'll be interesting to see what we go like, how we go with learning it. Oh my god! I just found out that there's a store 
13 minutes away. It's simply called Warhammer. There's also yeah. one in Freo and one in yeah. the city. I used to walk so, past the one in in uh, Freeman or uh, after school and just be like, look at those nerds. And then I'd walk into like EB Games or, <laughs> or like a music <laughs> store, CD store. And now so I am that's going to be... Nerds. Well, you will soon be one of the nerds. You are no longer a heretic. Nice. I that's all I know. Good. Nice <laughs> rap. Yeah. Um, so normally in this part of the podcast, I say to suggest games, but that, too bad. That's it. That's all she wrote. And then we'll, I think uh, we're also going to do, are we still want to do the ranking um, yeah, final Yeah, I want to rank all. Yeah. How do we want to go about that? Because I was like, do we do we all personally do a rank? Or are we going to do it on the fly and just like um, tier list them all I perhaps re- instead? Oh yes, let's please do a let's do a tier list. Yeah, yeah, I reckon tier list. But I think personally, we should all like we should all have a general like idea. Just chuck it in. Just whatever you're feeling, whatever you're vibing. I did actually think of a two way matrix of like how. Um, how good you remember it or like how good it is essentially versus how much you want to play it kind of thing. Um, but that might be too much. So let's just do tier list and but do we yeah, tier it as like go, ha- go apart, but then tier it together. Yeah. 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 So go back, look through all the episodes and we'll have a look. You can join us as well. Make your own tier lists. Um, and then are we basing the tier list on like enjoyability um, or busy boy um, I feel like goodness. we release the. This is my opinion. We release the busy boy chain. We surely we're all still busy gamers. Yeah, but it's the end of the busy boys. I don't know. So what you're saying? We do it. We rank them like the tier list is based on their busy boy certification, or on whether we find them uh, a, a fine time uh, must play or whatnot no i'm saying we we rank them on how good they are as games yeah yeah, yeah. As a agreed. Whole. i agree i agree that'd be the most fun i think so for example old school runescape you you know i'm chucking that bad boy in s that's like funny. that kind of thing i mean i think an f has a similar amount of lines to draw anyway um so warhammer 40k henry cavill witcher city project red Cyberpunk 2077. It's all We're back. So in my opinion, if you've been chasing the Fallout New Vegas high, this is it. We've got it. Outer Worlds and Fallout 4, they didn't do it. This is doing it. It's the world. It's the world. As I said, the storyline, couldn't care less. I actually don't really like V. Uh, Johnny is starting to grow on me, but I would, I would rather Gordon Freeman... Or shell from portal than V. Um, I here's how I disagree because I've been thinking about this. <laughs> here's how I disagree in that it is not the new Fallout New Vegas. I know what you mean, and it is like it is a great if you if you like that move on to this kind of thing. But I feel like one of the big differences between Cyberpunk and Fallout and even Elder Scrolls is that everyone in Bethesda and Obsidian. So Outer Worlds, I think, is a great fallout, New Vegas follow-up. Everything in Obsidian and Bethesda uh, has a reason for being there. Like, all characters, even if they are not part of anything, even if they are just a bit of scenery, they are a character. They have a name unless they are just like a raider, in which case they have a purpose to be like an enemy. Whereas Night City is just filled with... It has to be filled with lots of people. But it makes you, like, care about no one because there's just so many extras. And so I felt that made me less invested. Like, I don't care about the different parts of Night City where they're like, now entering Japantown. I'm like, pretty much looks like everywhere else. Whereas (laughs) in the Bethesda and Obsidian games, they, they say, no, this town has, like, these people and these are their worries and these are their quests. And it's... It's amazing in that, like, a place that is literally more alive in Night City, there's literally more life, feels more like it's filled with mannequins than 
Fallout, which literally people talking head like a mannequin. It's like the the characters are so much more alive in Outer Worlds. Like I I think Outer Worlds is a better follow up to New Vegas. This is this is something kind of else. It's like have you ever played Deus Ex from the newer ones? I can't compare to the old ones, but from like uh, Human Revolution. And they I were, started were... them, but I didn't get very far. I think I found it actually quite difficult when I played it, but um, I, I was really dumb as a teen and young adult. I don't know how I've played some games. I don't know how I finished Portal 2 when I like look <laughs> back. So maybe I need probably to give not. Deus Ex another try. Yeah, I probably did straight up. I probably was like, I can't get this all no clip. That sounds like a mad thing. That's how I got through Fallout New Vegas, definitely, for sure. God mode. Um, it feels a lot like Deus Ex crossed with Fallout crossed with, like, GTA. Sort of all think, sandwiched yeah, together. I think that's the thing. I think you're right. There is a bit too much GTA, right? But the thing is, it's 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 like you're in... I don't, I don't know how to, like, exactly say... It's like you're in a GTA online lobby, but then it wants you to do, instead of doing the cool online missions, it's asking you to do the very, like, story-based ones. And so it's like, well, hang on, there's this open world here. And then it's like, no, 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 do do the little GTA, like, five, like, the single-player missions. What open world sort of activities does it have? Like, you know, in GTA, you do have like, at least online, you know, online, you got the racing and all that kind of stuff. You got the heists in the single player. You've got like tennis and golf and all that kind of stuff. I know, Michael, you mentioned a boxing quest line. So I imagine there's some boxing, but what else does it have that's like, oh, I don't want to do missions. I want to do activities. So there's Cyber Psychos. But again, that's kind of a quest line. So, like most of the quest line, most of the side it's... content has more to it. Like I would say, the only thing that is like a world activity is that there are, um, like you crimes can effectively, yeah, you can effectively fight crimes in progress. You can be a vigilante. Okay. Sort of like Spider Man on PlayStation of, like, a little ping will go off on your map, like, on your mini-map, and you'll be, like... And then you rock up, and there'll be, like, two gangs having a shootout or a shootout with, like, cops and a gang. It's often just that. Uh, Or someone getting, like, mugged. Uh, I think that is in there as well. There are sometimes just people getting picked on. That's kind of the only activity in the world. You can't be a cabbie or things like that, like a GTA. But, yeah, you've got your boxing quest line there is a racing quest line so you do have like organized street races um i don't know how far it goes but there's a there's a gun range quest which i failed miserably i don't know how long that quest if it could potentially go on longer you know so are you talking about the you can win a gun at the gun range by doing uh like a target comp yeah and you have to hit the targets x amount of times right yeah so you can just use an automatic weapon no you have to use a pistol you can use an automatic pistol well well, there you go and so like when you when you hit the target it like falls down but with an automatic one you hit it about three to four times before it falls down as opposed to just once and uh at that yeah, I feel, I was like, oh, what if I use this? And that's how you do it. Because, yeah, you literally, it does not present you with enough targets. Yeah, so basically I feel like Cyberpunk is in the in the worst of both worlds of a Fallout New Vegas and, like, GTA Online kind of thing. Where the best moments I've had are the side missions where it's like, I want there to be more in the open world. I actually talked a lot about that. Do we want to... Do I crack it open now? Do we crack yeah, it open go, now? Go for it. Yes. Yeah, so it's like, if this is Dungeons & Dragons, let me marry a random NPC. Yeah, the NPC was randomly generated, but 
I can like grow attachment. I can role play. This game needs more RP in the G. Yeah, like, it does seem very much saying, more like we're telling you a story rather than you're getting to yeah. role play a character. And it's I like as soon as the game is like doing that, I'm like I'm not interested in your story. It's like I could have been if that's how you like advertised it, but that's not how I thought it was. So now I'm grumpy. So here's what they should have it's done. It's a lot more. Sorry, just to interject for a moment. It's a lot more. I guess influenced by The Witcher, where it's like, no, yeah. no, you're you're not a character in The Witcher world. You're Geralt. Yeah, exactly. So Which is like, like if they said that, that's fine. But they didn't. And now I'm sad about it. I wonder if the the Witcher so, sequel trilogy that they're working on will be Geralt or a separate character. Like, I wonder if they'll do something similar to Cyberpunk where it's like, it's open, but they give you a character to play. Yeah, they probably will. Because you've got to be a Witcher, surely. Surely. Which is fine, though, because they're properly putting you in a pigeonhole they're properly doing that whereas this they're like no you're free you can be whatever and it's like well but i can't because so watching the anime it's like what if in this game cyberpunk 2077 orion is coming out by the way which is the sequel to this game they've announced i don't know if you knew michael so this is what cyberpunk 2077 orion should be like, yes, there's a randomly, like, a random bunch of NPCs kind of start following you, and they're, like, your friends. And, yeah, they're random, but you can interact with them. They're, like, you know, you have fun with them, and then you get some cybernetic upgrades. You forget to take your meds, and then the screen glitches out. And then when it stops glitching, which is, like, a fraction of a second, um, you've killed one of your friends. So you, you forgot your meds, cyberpsychosis. You got one of your things. If you let it go on for too long... This NPC wife that I told you about, you kill her. I don't know. I'm just saying. There's like... There's so much potential in the world of Cyberpunk. And another thing as well is they're trying to tell the story that in in the anime... and it, like, like, kind of spoilers for the anime and the game. I have been spoiled the ending of the anime and I looked up the ending to this game and it's like trying to tell you that Night City sucks and no one can win in Night City. And so it's like, oh, okay, well, that's like, I don't, that's like, why don't I go play The Last of Us Part 2 and feel sad again? (laughs) Like, Uh, how about... It's a bit of a downer ending, is it? Like, they both... Yeah. So I'm pretty sure if I... If we rushed to the ending for this podcast, we'd be like, oh, the ending's so sad because you like you kill yourself. That's how the game ends, is because you're you've basically you've got a terminal illness, so you decide to take it into your own hands by killing yourself. But the thing is you can have more endings. You can have a good ending. Uh, you can have a worse ending as well if you do side quests and explore and stuff. Um and so it's like I get that it's trying to be like, yeah, this Night City is so hard, but it's like, yeah, but the game called Trillion, you can still beat the final boss that has a trillion HP. We should beat Night City. We should win. It's a game. We win. And you can win in this game. But it should be more natural, more like, like they should, I was messaging you guys but you didn't reply to me i don't understand why because it was definitely coherent and uh not a rambly mess but i was saying that it should be as if skyrim had like different endings based on if you like finish the college of windhold or something so like uh, fallout where you this... do different things and it gives you different yeah. um like well it usually tells you like what happened to different factions and stuff but so imagine you started doing like blade runner side quests in Cyberpunk 2077, right? You did Blade Runner side quests, and then you finish the game, and it doesn't seem that important. Okay, but what if instead you did like all of the Blade Runner side quests, and then that you now unlock the Blade Runner ending? That's like a proper like natural experience where you're like, oh yeah, I'm Blade Runner, I beat Night City, GG. I it don't mind though because I don't, I don't like. That why is why in every game do you need to be 
the hero. Victorian. Like the I fix all problems. Everyone bows to me. Like I think it's cool having an and like a like the option of a down ending of it being like, no, you're just a guy in Night City, which is much, much larger than you. It has been here before you, it will be here after you. Because that's that's literally what the game has been telling you for the entire playtime, that, like, it's just a, mach- a machine that just chews people up and spits them out, and that's going to happen to you, and you're just living your life. That's it. You, there's only so much you can do. You make, you get wins where you can, and you're going to have losses where you will as well. I don't, I don't think you need to be, like, king of Night City. No, I don't think necessarily that should be the thing. But at the same time... The Zelda timeline splits off into three branches, and everybody hates that because that's stupid. That no. Link loses to Gen. I don't, I don't know if that's everyone. That's just that's my gripe. <laughs> I think that's a lot of people's gripe. But like, is like this is a a game where you are the person like, to game. Yeah, you're telling a story. Like it's here. one. Like imagine if we did a D and D game, and you were like, and then um, Neverwinter. Uh, the police pull you into prison and execute you. Well, oh, what's this? And then you're like, oh, okay, so you want me to make a new character? And then you go, no, 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 that That's was the, the end of the campaign. Well, congratulations, you did, you did it. I mean, like, if it's done it's well, like, you might go. There is merit. You might go. Oh, okay, that's the that's the end. There are merits, but at the same time. I, I think an open world game isn't the the vehicle for it, you know. A game, yeah. But as we've discovered, that this is this is not as open as it appears to be. The no. fact that you are V means as well that it can have an ending. That you are not you're not Matt in Cyberpunk. You're not your own person. And so, if they want to kill V at the end, then they will ki- kill V at the end. So I feel like maybe that was their decision as well. Maybe they went, we want to have a sad ending. People won't necessarily like if it is their sad ending, but it makes sense for V. Like, I very much, even though I design V's look and his play style, I don't relate to him at all because uh, it's the problem of voiced protagonists. Yeah, and the dialogue options. Mm. Yeah. Uh, This is like, I feel like Mass Effect kind of pioneered it uh and mass effect it's quite simple in mass effect it's like there is paragon shepherd and renegade shepherd but it is shepherd and it's like so you kind of feel that as like am i good cop or bad cop but at least you get some agency in what you're saying you get to be like yeah am i a badass or am i like a law-abiding citizen yeah but it's like but ultimately it's them and you want to see that version of shepherd story this is like it's pretend. It says, like, this is V, and they're like, here are all your dialogue options, and you actually look at it, and they're all fake. I'm yet to encounter one that genuinely has a different outcome. Uh, the, uh, the example being the guy that you and Jackie go and talk to about the heist. Um, What's he's like? He's like the nightclub owner who sits in like the back room or sometimes hangs out with you in like a limo. You can, you can apparently like challenge him on the spot for like more money, and it it is this like it's the same result. No- All that changes is like some later dialogue, but it has no sway because spoilers. You don't even get like the money. Like it, like it has no, like there's no reason. It's just all flavor. It's just all fluff, and it's like it's really frustrating, especially when there are nomad options. As a nomad, you can talk to people. Uh, so like Pan Am, who she is a nomad as well, and like try and relate to her, and so it makes for like a nice story that you're kind of talking about the same thing. But as far as I know, it doesn't make her like like you any better, or it doesn't make the you don't skip a part of the quest by going, "Oh no, right, that's a good point." Like you can show off, you can show off to people. You like Judy, who's a hacker, and uh, her quest line is all about like freeing the sex slaves and that kind of thing. If you got good tech, you can like 
talk tech jargon to her uh, about, like, if she's hacking into something. And she goes like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. And then still proceeds to do the same thing anyway. It's not like you don't skip anything. And she goes like, oh, okay, so then we don't need to go around the back. We can go this way. It doesn't mean anything. It's like, it's just a waste of your time. It's only if you want more, like, world building. And that's, there's the, where's the RP in my G? Like, V is not me at all. And so, and the problem with voice is also then tone, where you think you're going to say something. Oh, yeah. I feel like Fallout 4 did this a lot. You thought you were going to oh, say yeah. something a particular way, oh, yeah. and it was like pressing doubt in L.A. Noir. <laughs> and it, <laughs> it's like they come in like to agree. And you're like, oh, I didn't mean I didn't mean to say that, but it's like, but V did mean to say that. Yeah, again, it does feel like they like that. Fit, that would work better in The Witcher, but not in a role-playing game. Like a, a and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. At the very start, just the fact that it's called Cyberpunk 2077, it's like that, yeah, that's calling it, you can be anything. You can be anyone. You can be, you can be the Blade Runner. You can be Akira. I don't know if that's Akira is a name of anyone. <laughs> but you can, like, think... Cyber, like anything that is cyberpunk, search cyberpunk movie, cyberpunk game, cyberpunk anything. Pick a character, you can be that. Wrong, you can only be V. You can be Valerie or Vincent. That's it. There's, and even then, that doesn't even matter. And it's, again, I'd be fine. It's not like I'm going, oh, I wish I could be someone else in Half Life or Bioshock. It's, this is. Yeah, if you like, were forced to play GTA Online as one of the three in GTA Five. Don't get me wrong, I love those guys, love them so much. Do not want to be them in GTA Online at all. I want to be my own person, even if it is nothing, even if it means nothing. All that I'm role playing in GTA Online is that I make money by selling drugs. <laughs> I want to cast your you mind get what back. I mean? to Dragon Age Origins. I know that game hasn't aged very well, but it does it does the role playing much better and yeah. it does prologue and beginning some of the best in RPG of going like if you start the game as a dwarf noble that will have a genuine impact on how you then interact with people. And particularly when you say return to to the home of the dwarves and people like yeah. people will know you and people will like just skip over certain things and let you in somewhere and it's like it has genuine genuine repercussions whereas where's the rp and maji whereas like this should have been if you pick corpo it should have been like that should have been easy mode i reckon is that start with it money goes so some, well some like um, yeah, some you, uh, mods and stuff and then, like, there's a point. So when you meet Johnny, like, that's when it's taken away. So up until then, you were literally, you can do so much. And then you can, you have so much money, you have it. And then you meet Johnny and everything goes to shit. That's fine. But the fact that it's, it feels like seconds. So that you start the corpo life and you fin- you're not a corpo yeah, anymore. It's yeah. like, okay. I, I, it makes I only sense came because up once like- in the four hours I played talking to someone in a limousine. It was like corpo option. And it was, I think it was just a dialogue difference. Yeah. That's and it. that's the same Whereas- with Nomad for me. It was up until Pan Am. With her, there's a lot. But it, again, yeah. it's mostly fluff where it's, what is that dialogue system where it's like you've got the one key one to continue? A lot of games do it. You've got the one key thing that you say to continue and then a few other things to get a more um, info. Yeah, the tell me more option. I feel that if you were a corpo, it should have been, so the heist in order to get the chip that has Johnny on it should have been like all about an inside job that that you as the corpo can get access and Jackie comes to you and like the team come to you to be like you're an inside man and it and so it plays out differently less like less like sneaky and more 
made more like talky of like people being like, you're not supposed to be on like this floor and you have to be like, uh, yeah, I've got to get these like reports and that kind of thing. Like, but, but yeah, it's just like, no, it's all you're because you're kicked out. You now get to do the same mission as everybody else. It's like, it's not even a prologue, a prologue. It's like a forward at the beginning of a book. <laughs> also, I don't like Johnny Silverhand. <laughs> Like he's grown Ke- on me. Keanu is like Keanu's Keanu. I think we all like him more for who he is rather than always like his acting. Um Yeah. And it's like but this obviously like this is different. This is more like voice acting. He did physically do mocap for it, but it, Johnny's often just kind of like standing about inside your head. Um and it's not so much him, he's, it's Keanu. I think it's the writing in that, like, the things that Johnny stood for in his life, generally pretty good. Like, Arasaka are, like, terrible. Um, his methods, yes, he's, like, an extremist. But it's kind of like, I feel like his sections are very, like, Final Fantasy Seven, in that, like, you know... They are they are kind of terrorists, but with kind of a noble cause kind of thing. Um, why'd you make him so unlikable? Like, <laughs> like I've I'm like yes, Johnny. Like I agree with you. Why are you being such a dick? Like why are you always such a dick? Like people, I feel like people generally would be on his side. But he's so abrasive, no one wants to... Like, even, like, his band members. Are like, like, every... He's so dislikable. And it's like, how did you... Like, how did you garner any following at all? I think it's supposed to be straight up the final, like... Uh, a lot of people have a lot of attachment to him because you do, like, you become friends with them and he regrets... That it was like you kind of thing, because um, I don't know, how, Adrian. So basically, you put a chip with his with a snapshot of Johnny Silverhand in your head, and then you get killed. Yeah. You, um, and then it's actually very interesting. I just didn't appreciate how it was force fed to me. It, um, and yeah, he's slowly killing you again. With out of his control, right, right, okay. And so it's like, oh, I feel the one bad. thing and I so don't that's... know can he assume can he take over your body? Is that an ending? Yeah, that's one of the endings is you yeah. let him have your body. Because I listen to some when the credits roll, you get like uh, you listen to voicemail from people who you've met and stuff, uh, which is like, yeah, there's one, oh, who is it? Like in the suicide ending, someone else has committed suicide in the game, and so the person who you were with in that mission, like, leaves you a voicemail, being like, "You did it too," and it's like, "I'm sorry, I didn't. I, I'm just watching a YouTube video. I'm sorry. I'm sorry." <laughs> it's like it can be good. Like this game can be very, very good. It's just marketing. And maybe two years on, we all understand the game a bit better. We Like, it was revealed to us, kind of warts and all, what it really is. And so it's like, if you're going to walk into Cyberpunk 2077, you're going to get, like, a really fun, like, futuristic dystopian... It's like almost like dystopia utopia. Um, like, a RPG... But it's more story-driven RPG than open RPG. And then two years on, it's like we kind of all kind of, I think, maybe get that a little better. Whereas, yeah, yeah, what we were presented was like a be anyone, do anything. And it's like, no, that's not the case. This is is a game with a a story. Like even the side quests, uh, there's very little that has no grounding like everything has a character that you go to to talk about the side quest with 
And so that can be for the betterment of some side quests. Some of the side quests are amazing, like things with Delamain, the AI taxi driver. Love Delamain. Amazing quest line. I love him. If he came to me, I would give him anything. I want to rename my daughter Delamain. <laughs> Adrian, you, you missed out because GLaDOS appears in Delamain's quest line. Really? Like... Yes. A cameo? Yeah. yeah, and not just like a quick one. It's like, uh, so basically it's this quest where you got to chase down seven cars that um, have AI driving and the AI's gone rogue and one of them instead of this, because you've met Delamain, haven't you? It's, I, have you I don't recall. Adrian? I don't recall. He's a computer limo. Yes, possibly then. Um, yeah, and so instead of hello, like Jarvis, instead of Jarvis, it's Glados. Okay, and there there will be cake, she said, but there wasn't. The cake was a lie. I didn't even need to force that. That's just <laughs> what the game wanted me to say. Well, with all of Let that, me exp- go on. I was just going to say, do you want me to explain the Delamain quest real quickly? No, I don't care. Ah, uh, it's really, it's really fun though. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think these kind of games, and I don't blame because well, part of me, I still, want, I still do want to play it one day. I still, it's just it's like it's, Horizon Zero Dawn for me. It's like oh, I want to. I don't. I I want to play the game. I just now's not the time. Honestly, for my thing, it's like. Just let someone else get up to the highest and then you can play it like it's a mystery. What happened? Why was I dead? Oh, crazy. Who's Johnny? Who's Jackie? Um, uh, But I reckon in its current state, I'm going to give this if we're ready to rate. Of course. I'm going to give it a find. Time to grind. Um, part of me wants to like make it a make. Part of me wants to make it a no. So I think I got to settle on fine time to grind. It is actually quite a like. It is a really well made. Hmm. Parts well, of it are really good. The soundtrack slaps. <laughs> for example, it's not a well made game. Actually, I only ran into a few bugs and they didn't um actually affect me. It was just watching an NPC run in a weird way um but what i mean is yeah like like i said the side quests are like top tier as if i'm playing fallout new vegas side quests so find the time to do that i think i'm gonna go with find time as well for me like so the notes we have here is no time to grind grind equals do not play which I don't entirely agree with, but like for me, it's a no time to grind because I just don't have the capacity right now to play it, whether that's just not my style or maybe I just need to watch someone else play it and absorb it that way. It that's it's, it's in sort of that realm. It's not a don't play for me, but I can see this being a really good game for people who are into your fallouts and elder scrolls and whatnot. So find time to grind is where I'm going to land as well. I'm going to say it's a fine time to grind because it is when you find some time and you will need some time to do this because I feel compared to the other open world RPGs, this has less for you to do in a short burst. Like you need to invest time because some of the quests just involve like just so much talking, like really heavy exposition and just chatting to people and it's like that's great i love i love talk em up games but <laughs> it's it's just like you got to be able to like sit down and put in a couple of hours uh, i feel like there's yeah little here that you can just be like oh i'm gonna play some some cyberpunk it's like that's not gonna happen whereas i feel like you could go i'm gonna play some skyrim because you will you will stumble upon something in the world or you'll do a short side quest in like a town like 
I feel like exploration in this is kind of low. There's yeah. a lot. There's a lot to do, but it's not very natural. It's not very organic. How it just sort of pops up. It is no. I'm going to follow this quest. I'm going to go do this quest. It's going to take me a couple of hours to like follow this one through. Well, that's it for our thoughts on Cyberpunk 2077, episode 99 of No Time to Grind. We've got one more episode coming up and a really fun, I'm actually really looking forward to the extra episode, honestly, probably more than 40K. And I'm really, I'm really keen to get into 40K. I, I don't, I don't know if you guys remember, but like maybe like a couple of years ago, I was like, yo, who, anyone want to get into 40K? And then I, I think I got a resounding no. Um, which is why we're doing it now. It's so expensive. It is. It is. Um, so I'm I'm keen for it. This next month's going to be really exciting for the for the finale of our podcast. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. My name's been Adrian. I've been Matt, and I've been Michael. Maybe Adrian, if you can't play the game, just insert a chip in the back of your neck, and oh, what about a BD? Um, I already have one.